Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning, Chicago. And any alien life forms that may be listening right now. I'm Erin Allen. Welcome to Monday. This is The Rundown. That's not a system that's uh, promoting rehabilitation. It's a system that values reincarceration. That's Governor J.B. Pritzker talking about the prison system in Illinois. According to his office, many people on probation or parole will return to prison for technical violations, like missing a meeting with a parole officer. So recently, Pritzker signed a bill into law that will help reintegrate formerly incarcerated people. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting that the new law aims to reduce repeat offenses that end up landing people back in prison. Parole officers will be encouraged to recommend early release from supervision for people who have a good track record. The law also expands virtual check-ins with officers and raises the threshold for drug tests. The Illinois Auditor General, Frank Martino, has been looking into unemployment benefits paid out by the state during the pandemic. The results of the audit are showing massive fraud. Martino's report found the state paid out $5.2 billion in fraudulent or excessive unemployment claims between 2020 and 2022. Some of that money went to inmates and even dead people. My colleague Dave McKinney is reporting that now Republicans are criticizing Governor Pritzker's administration for it. GOP State Senator Chapin Rose ordered the audit, and he had some words. How on earth are dead people and prisoners getting millions upon millions of dollars of unemployment compensation. It's just insane. Other states were victimized, too. The Pritzker administration says it's helping law enforcement find the perpetrators. The Silver Room Block Party. Have you ever been? It was started by Silver Room boutique owner Eric Williams 18 years ago, and the last one was this past weekend on Oakwood Beach. Radio personality Mario Smith remembers the first one. Its origin was because Wicker Park Fest wouldn't let any of us perform at it. And Eric was like, well, I'll throw my own block party. Eric ran chords out of his apartment over Silver Room into the alley for the first one, and they did it. The first time I hosted was the third block party, and I ended up on stage for 12 hours. Every genre of music you can imagine, from salsa to hip-hop to somebody playing a cajon, How will I reflect on the Silver Room Block Party 10 years from now? I would say it was the best thing in Chicago. The Silver Room Block Party took on different forms at various locations during its run. Founder Eric Williams says difficulties making a profit and the amount of work involved in setting up the celebration is what led to its end. And now for a few quick hits. Chicago housing advocates are speaking out against several large landlords, including Oak Park Apartments. They claim the practice of automatically rejecting rental applicants with a prior connection to an eviction case is discriminatory. They say the so-called no evictions policies shut out families of color from housing opportunities and black women are among the most impacted. The ACLU is representing one group that filed a discrimination complaint with the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development against Oak Park Apartments. The company did not respond to a request for comment. 
and Mayor Brandon Johnson is getting ready for the school year to start. He made some promises and offered advice through a piece in the Chicago Sun-Times. Johnson wrote about focusing on trauma-informed care and meeting the socio-emotional needs of students, plus improving the wage and working conditions of the, quote, adults who serve our students. And he made sure to share this message with parents and students. Make your voices heard. You can see the full letter and info on where to find back-to-school resources at the Chicago Sun-Times website. So Beyonce was in Chicago a couple weekends ago, and she didn't just perform. Through her foundation, Be Good, she gave a total of $100,000 to small businesses. The awards were issued at the Black Parade Route Luncheon that Beyonce herself hosted. The luncheon was a part of Be Good's goal to financially support 1,000 small businesses across various cities, totaling $1 million, according to their website. As for the weather, it's another beautiful day, clear all day long, with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. And this whole week looks pretty nice as well. Hope you can get outside to enjoy. And that's it for now, later today. If you live in Chicago long enough, you'll probably end up calling 311 for something. Lately, a lot of calls have been housing related. And a WBEZ investigation found when it comes to finding shelter for someone in need, Chicago's system is broken. This year, an average of one in seven calls resulted in a successful placement, meaning one in seven callers ended up getting placed in shelter. So as for the six other folks, um, it's actually really unclear what happens to them. We're looking at Chicago's 311 shelter request system and how to fix it. That's today at 2 o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening to The Rundown. I'll talk to you later.